Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. My name is Heather. I'm your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. And Will. So, how are you doing today, guys? Jeremy, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Um, a little cold. Me too. Um, yeah, a little bundle up here, but you know, other yeah. than that, I'm doing well. Hey, Will, how are you doing? Howdy. Cozy. So, Jeremy, you were actually talking about being cold. <laughs> you know, we make fun of you a lot because it's true. It's very you either true. come in like looking like an Eskimo, <laughs> like bundled up, or you come in with shorts on and flip flops when it's yeah. snowing. So, you gonna keep your hood on the whole time we record this? Yeah, yeah. Um, have you have you all looked at the weather lately? We're supposed to get some pretty significant cold weather this week. It makes me uncomfortable. I am incredibly excited. I love, I love, I love snow. I love snow. It's like one of my favorite things. I look forward to. In fact, I I could go. I honestly could go. Um, I wish it was just winter all the time. Just winter. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> you like? Are you a summer person? I like spring and fall. That's really that's concerning. See, fall's nice. Fall's nice. I like. I get the fall thing, but spring it's like hot and pollen. Well, I like when we truly have a spring. Like uh, West you know, doesn't have one. yeah, we we don't. We have like maybe two or three days. Like it's really pretty. <laughs> like it. It really encourages me to get out and do all my gardening stuff. Yeah. Um. So, Will, what do you think about the weather? It's rainy today. Okay. Okay. Well, it um, seems a bit off today. It's not raining, actually. It's, <laughs> it's not I, I believe there were ice balls whenever I drove up, <laughs> right. so um, I'm not You're sure right. what's going on it with seems you. Weird. <laughs> um, so, so do you all go? Do you all have a place to like go sledding and stuff? Like, we're supposed to mm-hmm. get a couple of inches if you know if the weatherman don't log in. No, no, we don't. So my kids don't go uh, sledding a lot, which is a shame because we don't have any really good hills. But they, they like to go jump on the trampoline. Oh yeah, in the snow. That's we like, like to, that's we like, like to do that in snow, yeah. rain. Yeah thunderstorms whatever yeah i've tried to get them to do it in rain um, oh it's so but fun. my son does not like to get wet like with with in that way like and so like when they're bundled up for the snow you should see them like they have layers upon layers yeah. upon layers isn't that exhausting to bundle up to go out do you all like play we usually like play 10 or 15 minutes um so i've i've mastered it actually okay i've really mastered it so like i know exactly um what i want them to wear and the order in which it happens so no one gets like overheated while waiting Oh, gosh. So, so I've, I'm, I'm, much. I'm very, I'm very good at it. Um, but yeah, I, as a kid, I remember being stressed out, like being like, I'm burning up. Like I need to get outside. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I remember, I think that like feeling of, of like everything closing in as the heat is just rising. <laughs> I just, I just, I decided I didn't want my kids to experience that, 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 that horrible That's feeling. Oh. So yeah, I, I quickly get them out and I just, I mean, I love, I love winter. I've always loved winter. I hate summer. Because um, it's so hot. Like, it is so hot. You can't, like, in I don't winter, know. you can like add layers and get warm. Right. right. And in summer, you can only take so much off before what, they I'm call the police. What, I'm supposed to lose weight? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to lose weight. You sweat it all off if you're outside. Yeah, you get dehydrated. That's, um, that's the good way I thought to do that it. would help me last summer, you know, working in the garden, especially with all the sweating I do, yeah. but it didn't. I think I just gained weight. Are you feeling yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, started coughing. It got too close to Will. Yeah. And gave me something. Jeez. So, no, I, I am. Uh, <clears throat> I like the. Uh, I think the reason why I like winter, first off, I think it's I think it's beautiful. I love I love I love when snow falls, but I even love the I like there's something about like all the leaves being off that I find I, I like I, I like I like the grayness. I like the 
cloudiness. I love all Which of it. I know, I know. I, I but but like one then again, like I love maybe I like Tim Burton films, so maybe that's my issue. Like I like the dark and the gray and oh starting in October. How do you feel when the snow falls? Oh, no, I love that. Oh, okay, you I love, love that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I love it. I love it all. I, I love everything about it. There's no bugs. <laughs> like yeah. I hate bugs. And this, it's just, it's just a wonderful time of the year. Like, I, so what happens? I think some people have like a, the the depression, like when winter comes. Yeah. I have the opposite. Like I hate summer. Okay. And starting, I get like October. I'm like, yes, it's coming. You it's love coming. It. Yeah. I love it. Christmas. That the month of December is just the best month of the year, without yeah. question. Um. And then there's a slow decline in like if it snows about March, and, you probably start oh, feeling like the yeah. summer blues. Yeah, I that, that's right. So you experience winter blues only in the summer. So you get the summer. <laughs> so you get the winter. I don't know why anyone's depressed in the winter. It's so wonderful. I sleep better because it's cold and I, like yeah. I love that. In, in the middle of the night, I hate waking up in sweat. Oh gosh, me I, too. Right, I love I love like wrestling with the blankets to like dr- like keep me warm, but like I keep my leg out still to get a little bit of cold. Like it's just it's a, <laughs> it's wonderful. I mean, even now as I'm talking about it, you it's sound just... like a woman going through menopause, <laughs> <clears throat> and that's how I feel lately. So uh, with all the sweating, so um, I understand exactly what yeah. you're saying for yeah. different reasons. There we go. So um, I, I have. Um, I usually am not like a big fan of winter. I've been a really big fan of winter this year. Um, so so uh, Myra, oh crap, I forget Myra's last name right now. Myra goes to the Milton campus and um, we're friends on Facebook and she's just an awesome lady. And I'm so thankful that um, <clears throat> that I was able to meet her, you know, when she first started coming to New Heights and we've kind of developed a, a friendship. But she posts almost every day. Um, she she uses the passage of scripture out of Ephesians um, not Ephesians. Why do I keep calling it Ephesians? I don't know. Philippians 4, okay. you know, think on all these things, yeah. um, whatsoever things are lovely of you know, the details. I, yeah. I forget that passage. Anyway, it's in Philippians 4. Um, so that really like just seeing her post something and po- seeing her post whatsoever things are lovely and then like an encouraging picture. So for me, this winter, <clears throat> I discovered that we have like, cardinal blue jay families all around our house like our backyard has become a bird sanctuary and i absolutely love it i'm here for it all um so we have like blue jay family cardinal family woodpecker family Uh, like we we've been able to like start identifying them so i've become the woman in home alone too the the bird (laughs) the bird lady from central park that i have these boots that are like my mud boots because um between the deer and i we have mudded up the backyard so i'm going out and i'm i'm buying 40 pounds of bird seed every two weeks when i get paid and i'm like going out and like spreading it out in my yard like i'm a flower girl at a wedding like just throwing it everywhere and in doing that i've uh, attracted the deer the local deer Ooh. so we have like 12 deer in our yard every night and i'm trying to befriend them so they'll and they're <laughs> so um jason will tell you if 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 anything ever happens to me and jason tells the authorities that i was attacked by a deer it's not a lie it's a hundred percent the truth because there's this one mama deer and every time she senses i'm near like you can just and i'll wave at yeah. her and she like she doesn't like me waving at her even oh. like from inside the house she'll like snore and stamp yeah. her foot and she's not happy with me because her baby comes close to me well listen i got some I, I i can get them out of the attic we just put them away but a little little 
headbands with antlers on them, yeah. little Christmas ones. They have some belt. You could you could do that. Maybe <laughs> maybe stump your foot back. Well, <laughs> so um, I think I think she felt threatened by me one day because um, I was trying to feed them like so. When they're on my back porch, we have like this deck, and I could you know I was like trying to like hand them lettuce over yeah. the porch rail, and um, so she was almost close to me taking a big leaf of lettuce, and I tripped over the sandbox and like fell onto the porch rail and said some things and like scared the deer terribly um so i think she now thinks i'm trying to like attack him yeah but the baby has almost like he's gotten the baby i think it's a she um she's gotten within like four or five feet of me and it'll even come back and eat by itself and like if it sees me it's like what have you got so would you be mad if jason shot him like why are you doing that oh he would never do that if he did is he not a hunter he is a I mean he has hunted before like yeah. he, not so much since we've been married and he has tons of guns but yeah. uh, if he would yeah I would like fight him right there <laughs> I would call the police on him if he shot those deer I would call the He tried to shoot me he wasn't even for the no, deer I yet mean, I, I mean but yeah no I would call the police and be like this man shot this animal in my yard when I'm trying to feed it <laughs> Um, I would love to know what the police would, would say. To, he would go to jail. Is that what you think they would do? You think they, they would better be- take him to jail or I'm going to fight him to I'll the death. I'll call the police on the police and then take him to jail. They'll have to take me to jail for fighting my husband That's what in the happen. backyard. You'll go to jail. And then I'll try to... I'll get the I'll get in trouble for fighting the police. As long as they don't send their friend Justin, it'll be fine. I'll have to, I don't want to have to fight Justin. No, but. That makes sense. Justin's so, nice. So I really love the backyard. Um, it's yep. been especially this winter time. But the deer have like stamped up my yard where it's raining and everything. So yeah, trying trying to lure them closer to the house. That way I can just let them come through the back door. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That I mean, makes sense. But why why not? I don't know. I mean, I feed them in the, I feed them in the summer with my with my summer vegetables. So, um, I'm not so nice about it then. So, all right. So we've just been all over the place. But so we missed last week. Um, I don't know why, but it was um, me. Oh, I, had a I wasn't going to lay a blame on you. Oh, well, no, 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 wait. Actually, you can share some of the blame. You were hoping that we were going to cancel. Yeah, because right. I don't, so... It was snowy. Yeah, like yeah. right now, that's why, I, so this morning on my way up here, um, I started to run my mouth a little bit. Yeah. And it's because I don't like to, I don't like to drive in snow. Yeah. And so, um, I was probably going to like fake sick or something if you hadn't said, hey, can we, <laughs> can we miss, unless you all would have sent a car for me, because I don't like to drive in the snow. It, I like... I get a little nervous driving right now because right, my black car has a, a flat tire, but I don't want to get it like okay. So it has a flat tire, but it's a slow leak. So what I do is every couple okay. days I just go fill go it up fill again. Fill it up at sheets, yeah. Yeah, it's so like uh, I mean this is probably my fourth time I've done it. And do you park it in the garage every night or is it no, outside? We no, we, our garage oh. is too small. It, it was like it, I, our garage was like so you're going to be yeah. It was like built when people drove like I don't know. I don't know, like wagons. Yeah, I don't know. It was it's the smallest garage. Like no modern car can fit in this garage. But anyways, yeah, I, I just I park on the street and every morning I check it. I'm like, all right, before I go somewhere, I need to leave 20 minutes early so I can go fill up my uh, tire. Yeah, that's what you do in the morning. You make yourself a cup of coffee. You go yeah. out and look at the tire. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I do. Yeah. Only I make a cup of coffee, go out feed the birds before I feed the birds <laughs> before before I feed my family. So. <laughs> It's all about priorities. I Jason, you hungry? There's some bird seed out there. Here's um, some lettuce, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Jason gets so mad because I'm, or not, not Jason. Benjamin does. He's like, Mom, are you gonna fix me breakfast? I was like, I'll be back in a minute. I'll go feed the birds. <laughs> um, 
so we so two i don't know what day of the week it is today's tuesday so two weeks ago you guys started in um mark chapter eight well you're being super quiet today it really is. Okay. I mean, well, that's I like every week. To us. Okay. <laughs> um, that's fine. Um, so we started on Mark chapter eight in church. Um, so you know, just to kind of recap, we're not we're probably not going to answer a whole lot of questions from the beginning part, or I'm not going to ask a whole lot of questions from the beginning part of chapter eight. Um, but in chapter eight, in the beginning, we see where Jesus feeds the four thousand. So this is in addition to the to the five thousand plus he's already fed. Um, the Pharisees demand a sign from Jesus. Um, Jesus heals the blind man. So now we're at um, Mark chapter eight, verse twenty-seven, where um, Peter confesses Jesus as the cross. I'm just reading like the subtitles up here. Yeah. Um, Jesus foretells his death and resurrection, um, and it takes us out to the end of chapter 8. So, um, I don't know. So, my notes and my questions are a lot about Peter today. Um, I hope you don't mind. But, um, so, I just, um, you know... Uh, in in verse twenty seven to the end of the chapter, um, uh, I loved what you said. Um, you were talking about um, you told a story about how Maddox um, gave you a safe word, you know, for for his um, <laughs> right. hypothetical situation. You know, if if he flies out of the car, yeah, and yeah. if you come back to get him. And if someone else gets in the car that looks just like him, that's yeah, not him. He's really worried about a clone. Yeah, he yeah. wants to make sure that you pick up the right Maddox. <laughs> um, so I felt like um, <laughs> I felt like this was a trap. Um, I felt whenever I was listening to you, um, Admiral Akmar, Akbar came out of my mouth, <laughs> right. and um, I never thought that could happen. Um, so I felt like this was a trap. Like you know how like if um, a woman will say, "Hey, how's this look on me?" Yeah. Or like, hey, tell me the truth about this. You always know when a question, like a conversation starts like that. Yeah. That you're either yeah. going to have to like Sorry. really boast and like build this person up and straight out lie to them. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just straight up lie to them. Yeah. You're going to try to boast boast and, and boost them up, you know, on their ego a little bit. Um, so I've like, I've had to start asking people um, like, do you want the truth or do you want me to just listen? That's what you say. I, especially if they're close to me, yeah. <laughs> Do you want the truth? Do you want me to tell you the Does truth? Does anyone ever say, no, I don't want that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, girlfriends do that with each other. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I want you to sit there and be quiet. So, so, like, so, like, I would, I would think that there would be a reverse effect. Someone was like, hey, what is this? What, how does this look on you? Do you want the truth, or do you want me to boost your ego? Oh no, no. When you ask if somebody if something looks good, yeah. that's a different story. Oh, okay, okay, I'm okay. talking about like if you're just having a conversation, like, okay, Jeremy, tell me the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this is what I want to do with my money, <laughs> but this is what Jason says he wants to do. Gotcha, you know, tell gotcha. me what you think about it. Uh, and I if see. you say, okay, Heather, do you want me to tell you the truth? Yeah. Or do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Yeah. Gotcha. That's the okay. thing. Okay. So um, I feel like it's a trap. Yeah. For the disciples, you know, Jesus. Um, yes. Jesus has asked you know who do people say that i am and they're like naming all these things that everybody and their brother you know they've heard everywhere calling jesus um you know elijah all the prophets um if they called him a prophet you know all these different things and then then jesus was just like straight up like who do you say that i am yeah um and kind of calls him out on it so 
Um, let's talk about Peter. Um, you And I think you covered this a little bit in your sermon. And I don't think, um, you know, I can't, it's disgusting too. Like I can't, but I can't brag enough about the show, the show, The Chosen. Right. <laughs> so, and, it's so good. Um, and the reason I say I, I can't stand it is because you all suggested it to me and I like avoided it for so long because you suggested Listen, it probably. I, I can't wait till they like do this Re- part. I'm yeah, so I'm excited, excited too. So, um. So I guess I never really picked up in scripture, like how Peter's personality was a whole yeah. lot. Like there were some things that's like iffy, like where he cuts off Malchus's ear yeah, yeah. and, you know, where, definitely where he denies Jesus three times. Um, he's very concerned. I feel like Peter is someone like I, I've wondered if like he's someone who who I mean, we, I think he's a poor fisherman. I think that's been clear. But if he's. If if he sees finally my days of poverty are over and he's so quick to like hold on to something, because I mean he's really worried about Jesus dying. Even I mean even the, what you just mentioned, he yeah. cuts off a soldier's ear and it's like Jesus, like listen, I don't need your help. Like you, this is what I came to do. I've told you this how many times? Yeah, Pete. yeah. I mean, it, so in the if you've watching uh, and especially you know not just if you've watching the chosen, uh, if mm-hmm. watching. What, is that even a word? Watching? If I mean, you have watched... watching is something, but watching is, is <laughs> some, a... you know, that's something. <laughs> that's we a, all know what you mean. That's the word I've made up in my Logan County mind. <laughs> um, even if you've watched The Chosen, um, you know, especially when you go back and read through the Gospels, you can see this. Like, Peter, like, many different times, like, tries to fix things for yeah. Jesus and, like, help out and do things. But if you've watched The Chosen, like, you can see, you can kind of, like, see as it's building up, like, Peter, like what you were talking about, Peter kind of, like, um, gets to this place where he doesn't feel like the crap fisherman, you know? Yeah. He's, like, with Jesus, yeah. the healer, you know, pe- they're going from town to town. There's crowds upon crowds following them. Like, people can't get enough of Jesus. Yeah. And Peter, like... You can almost see his ego continue to build and build, even though like Jesus is like tearing him down like every couple, every couple chapters and stuff um, to try to teach him. Um, But I think especially like this, this um, passage of scripture, Mark 8, um, 27 to the end, um, because what happens Peter tries to rebuke Jesus. That's the crazy part, isn't it? I mean, could you imagine? No. Like, And he's the one who just said a few verses back, like, you are the Christ. Yeah, you're the Christ. Like, and now I have the room not, to... He didn't say you might be the Christ. He said you are. Like, yeah. there's... I mean, that's a very definitive <clears throat> yeah. statement. Like, you know, there was no question in it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. I, I think that... Um, I think a lot of us are like Peter. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I, I think you brought a lot of that out in your sermon. Um, what God? What day of the week is it? Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. I know it's to, a bit off. I, I, we're usually we yeah. usually see each other on Mondays. Um, so, you know, I think we're all a little bit like Peter. You know, we can be very uh, confident in our faith sometimes, and especially when it comes to. Um, encouraging lifting others up but when it comes to our own like kind of like what um what jesus has asked you know who do i who do you say that i am like when it comes down to the nitty-gritty of what you think and what you do in your personal walk and relationship with jesus um i think we're we all are like peter in a lot of ways i think it's uh, i think it's fascinating that he asks who do you say that i am he says okay you're the lord you're you're the christ um and it's not but a few verses later that he is concerned about sacrificing. 
I mean, so the reason the reason why I, I, I really do believe Peter's like saying, hey, you can't say, tell people you're going to die. You can't tell people that they're going to have to sacrifice because they're not going to follow you, right? They're following you because they think they're going to get something. Um, and I think this is, and, and though there, there's some truth to that, that can be the pure motive of following Jesus. Yeah. And I, and I love how, um, and I, listen, I, I, we, I think as American Christians, it is, we are uh, very much like Peter because following Jesus when we're called to sacrifice is something that we, we just, we don't even, we don't, we can't even, we don't even, we don't even understand what that even means. Yeah. No, I love what you said. Christians of comfort. We truly are Christians of comfort, you know, and I, that's what I was thinking um, earlier. Like, we, I don't know that we can fully grasp. We've never been asked. You know, we don't live in, in yeah. um, you know, in poverty in different countries right. um, that, you know, don't have electricity or running water. They have to walk to get you know, to wells to get their water and stuff. Yeah. I don't think we could. Our life has never been at risk yeah. following being a follower of Jesus Worship, where we live. Worshiping. It, worship has to here at least. Worship has to appeal. To, to comfort to get people to do it, and that's 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 oh so <clears throat> that's that's so a no, uh, dangerous place to be. It, it is, and you know I loved what you said. Um, you were talking about um, a conversation that you have with somebody, and you know if we were back at the old preschool, yeah. Um, if we were back, if <laughs> if we didn't have tables out yeah. there, if you yeah. had to bring your own chair, people bring their chairs to the beach. But if you ask that, hey, can you bring them the church yeah. a place to sit? People be, be like, like I'm no. Find somewhere you, else as a why chair. are you not going to give me a chair? Yeah, yeah. I better get a chair. Um, <laughs> and you know, I know people have had issues with like the tables out yeah. in the church. Like you know, that that seems so silly and so petty yes. compared to um, compared to what you have to go through. And uh, you like people have to hide. Yeah. Like going to talk to somebody about the gospel in different yeah. countries. Like if they're caught with any sort of like semblance of a Bible or Christian symbols, like they can be killed. Um, so I know I know um, I know a lot of people in our church do sponsorships through um, I think it's Compassion International. Yeah, right. So um, we've done spon- we have a sponsorship. Uh, our small group does. We do one together, and then we also sponsor um, kids through World Vision. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, they're very specific telling you, you know, this is a place where Christianity, um, is, you know, it's not like it's not something that's common. And if, you know, you have to be very careful in what you write to them um, and what you send them because it can put them at risk. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think we could ever even possibly begin to fathom what it means um to not be a Christian of comfort. Yeah, and I, and I don't say that like at a self righteousness. No, like no, I, I know. I, I'm there, and and I and I got if it has been, man. I mean, in all seriousness, like I, I think COVID in general, like just the past year, has been interesting and kind of eye opening for me because I, I know there's times where, you know, you know, you only had 30 people show up for church, and it's like, I right, am I able like, there's that entitlement, like yeah, like like this frustration versus like, man, there's 30 people here who came to worship. Like yeah. rejoice in that, rather than it's like no, I'm I should have more people, or in like in the inability to worship because of that that little discomfort, which yeah. isn't even discomfort. It's just not it's not it's not massaging my ego, uh, and and so I think and that's when I, I guess that's the part that I guess is so frustrating. Cause, you know, you know, I I know it seems really um, 
it, it seems so small in comparison. But um, so, you know, New Heights does this, uh, does the different small groups or like these different meet, uh, gatherings on Sunday evenings. So last month um, I taught the women's Bible study here at Valley. Yeah. And um, so, uh, you know, I've already said earlier in this in this recording that I don't like to drive in the weather. So like it snowed all day <laughs> yeah. and I was even like, do I message them and ask them if I can just do a Zoom? Yeah. Uh, you know, what do I need to do? And on my way up here, I was thinking, what? Well, oh my gosh, if there's only one person that shows up when it's so cold and stuff, like we're just going to go back to the house. And then I was like, no, that's stupid. Like yeah. you've worked really hard. You can set and have an opportunity to, ha- you know, to share the gospel with this person to talk about the passage and it be more one-on-one time, you know, not just yeah. like, hey, let's go to the house. Um, and I've right. been very guilty of doing that before, you know, oh, yeah. like, yeah. hey, let's I'm just hang here. out and we'll go to the house. Um, we don't, or you know, not even hang out. Let's let's just go to the house yeah. <laughs> uh, because you feel like it's not worth your time, and that's so um, that's so wrong to do that. Um, yeah, uh, no, I mean, I've we you know, I struggled with that when it was groups a while back, and I remember being like, okay, listen, I like if if me and one other family, if everyone canceled, but me and one other family being like, oh, we'll just do it next week, and be like, yeah. oh no, why don't I take advantage of this time? Like, yeah, like this is a great opportunity to to, to pour into one family, but. I, I, I'm just, man, I, I think that the, I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't know because, because in all reality, like when it comes to like, you have to have a nice looking area, the music has to sound on point. Everything has to be very put together. And if it's not, I remember people, um, I asked a pastor one time and he, I can't remember even what it was about, but they didn't, they didn't do something that he wanted to do that he thought would be edifying, but because it would create an awkward silence for people. I'm like, is it like, like it makes me cringe because I'm like, have yeah. we become, have we become that to where it's like, oh, an awkward silence, not during my Sunday service, you know, like how yeah. dare you give me that, but but like, I mean, I mean, we've we've had people, I mean, the complaints have just been, it, I mean, we we've, we've seen it, and I and I get, I'm no, I'm I'm guilty of that too, like I've I've complained, I've I've been super comfortable, I don't know what it means to sacrifice, I think when when I was in Taiwan watching. I told the story of yeah, Twiggy, that, yeah. um, which that, that's just what she went by. Um, but there were there were two uh, Taiwanese girls that just – both of them teenagers. One of them did lose everything, and she was running a kid's camp, getting families to come out. And the way they she did it, it was kind of under disguise. It was actually come yeah. and meet white people. That's actually what it was. <laughs> and so she had posters all up around that's what it, this that little – That was what her father yeah. said. Yeah. And one of them, <laughs> one of them was a, a white person with blonde hair, which was our friend Amy who was with oh, us, yeah. which is so rare. Right, yeah. Um, and so, like, we were – we like, the, our message was not what was sent out there. It was, have you ever met a white person with blonde hair? Here, you know, here they come. Yeah. And so it was like an attractional thing. But um, so she put her – I mean, like, watching her put herself on the line – this she was seventeen, and honestly, I I didn't know who was running. Like there was a pastor there, but who was like running everything? She was. You know, it was her. Yeah. It was little, this little teenage girl, and, child, and then yeah. and then I look at Twiggy, who's like, yeah, I'm gonna lose my inheritance. I won't be able to afford to go to school. I won't be able to do anything. And but this is worth it. And I'm just like, man, I I was at the time in uh, mid twenties, and I'm and I remember at this time I didn't want to give to the church. I would hide my wife's checkbook. So she couldn't give, um, <laughs> because I thought to myself, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to give money to the church. What are they going to do with it? You know, they're yeah. going to waste it, and so they don't need it. And so, like, I, I honestly went through that, and and here I am seeing this girl sacrifice everything, and here I am being like, no, and you can't give, you know, two hundred dollars a month at the time. You know, it's, it was, 
it was it was so silly. It was so silly. Um, and it was so it's so convicting. And it's still somewhat shameful. I look back and I'm just like, man. Yeah. Like, and I know that's where a lot of people are at. And I think that's. I think you see that. I think you see it with with serving. I think you see it just all. It's not just not New Heights Church, right? It's it's all of us, um, because we've never been we, we've never been pushed at all. So you know, here here's a thought that I like a question. You know, and maybe you can, you know, I've never been outside of the United States. Like I've barely been outside of West Virginia. I don't know. You know, whenever people post those things, like how many states have you been to? Like I can honestly answer maybe five or six. You know, like yeah. not not hardly <laughs> anything, but. Um, so you know we hear we hear of stories like this all the time like and it's not just you know like we have somebody we don't know that comes in and talks to us about like uh, the Gideons you know um because I you know being you know Baptist like I've heard and know tons of Gideons who come in and talk about you know different countries and how you know how we're getting Bibles and trying to get Bibles in every country and stuff and um and it's not even like you know like have you know New Heights has sent many many teams um, yeah. to different countries. You know, Etik um, Etik is in Ukraine, right. um, and Etik actually he actually stayed in our home uh, for a week That's a couple right. years ago. Like we had been at New Heights for a month, <laughs> and um, hey, can you help somebody from and Ukraine? And Will's like, hey, can you? You know, he put out this call that. on Facebook, and Jason's like, I think we should do this, and I was like okay um but yeah eddie stayed with us um oh, about a week and he'll probably never come back because uh um cause of a coffee situation uh, we can talk about it later um i owe him an apology probably and probably we'll have to have google a translation to help me <laughs> translate that but, um but you know we hear stories and we even know people who experience it personally yeah. but i think unless you like truly can go and see it and like meet the person who's like been in this situation where they like they truly yeah like like what jesus says in this passage of scripture you know deny yourself take up the cross you die to yourself and um you know we've never truly had to do that and until you until you could see that visually with your own eyes or meet somebody you know who can say hey this is what i've experienced um you know i think that's why it's so um like people's memoirs and uh, biographies of people like corey tenenboom um like people who've experienced stuff like being able to read and see it through their eyes like we can never truly understand or grasp it but whenever you know for you telling us twiggy story like that that like convicted me but you know what if she was here and she was telling me this like it would have like triple the impact on me because she would be able to tell me things that uh, details i'm sure that you left out and even experiences um so i mean what what do we have to do as Christians to kind of get to a better place with that? Um, yeah, I I mean I think I think honestly there there we have put in our areas things that are like uh, that are off limits. So so for example, um, when when we were over there, there was a teacher who who um, told us like I, I could lose my job. Now I I've talked to people and said, do you talk about the gospel at work? You know what they say? No, because I could lose my job. I look at this woman. I didn't stop her. Yeah, it just didn't. Like yeah. it was like what? Now again, th- that that's extreme, and we think of it as extreme because like, well, how am I going to support my family? Well, I, I mean, I'd say we have more social programs than, than this woman right, had absolutely. at her fingertips. But, um, but I, I mean, she she was nothing was off the table. I, yeah, nothing. That, and I think you know that's a really good that's a really good example because you know 
people who have certain jobs here in America say, you know, I could never find another job. Well, you know, they're hiring at McDonald's and Chick-fil-A all the time. Yeah, and you, know, you can always now, ask someone to go to lunch and talk about the gospel there. Now, I mean, that is not, you know, that, but that's another way that we have gotten comfortable right? to be able to say, right. you know, I can't do this because I'll lose this. Yeah, and, and, and but when, right. And, but when you really truly think about it and yeah. like lay it all out, like you could get another job. Well, and, and not only that, but like what, what, where's that, what does that put like the Lord to say, you you have the power over salvation, but you can't. You're Let's not going to protect me in here. Put number four on the list. Cause I, you know, I need to protect. Yeah. yeah you're not going to protect me in this. I need to protect my health care. Yeah. My my health insurance. And, my and, and I, again, yeah. I'm not I'm not talking about being stupid, like standing. I mean, right. I mean, being tactful. I mean, she was tactful and smart with it. She was, you know, she she was bringing us in to teach English. She wasn't right. bringing, you know, in, in to teach about American culture. And and in fact, I mean, listen, I taught basketball. I know nothing oh, about basketball. Oh, right? <laughs> they were scraping right, the bottom they, of the barrel on that I'm, one. <laughs> I'm like, you take this and you smack it on the floor and, and you throw it as hard as you can against the backboard. Uh, you know, so like we created a whole new game over there. I'm like one point for every time you hit the backboard. But like I, I think of I think of that and the, it'd be like if I was teaching. I I taught Benjamin football and <laughs> football this past summer, and he's like. Mom, this doesn't look like real football. I'm like, I said, that's because this is old school football. We, we kick and we elbow. This is how I used to play with my cousins. So I, I'm not talking about being careless. Yeah. What I'm saying is that, like, the the, the there are a lot of excuse making that, that we do. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of there's a, okay. I mean, I you could go through whether it's time, we whether it becomes and and honestly, I think we I think we typically. Um, and we could go, but we, cause you almost have to, you almost have to separate yourself from the American culture, which is really difficult because we have expectations on ourselves and, and do things that, that other people don't do that allows them to spend more time in, in, in community. And, right. um, we, we keep ourselves incredibly busy. And honestly, a lot of people are ignorant to other cultures. Oh, sure. Like they, you know, and I'm guilty of that as yeah. well, you know, like um, because I haven't known someone from a different culture, like I don't know the things that they do and yeah. the, you know, so the, you're right. I think that does definitely. Well, one of the, one of the, I'll never forget this conversation I, I, I had with, um, with a fellow from, from overseas, but he was, uh, he said one of the biggest differences between our culture and, um, he was Chinese, but uh, from our culture, from other cultures was that our culture is centered around um, our work. And not around our family. And I thought to myself, like, what do you mean? He's like, well, everything is built around the work week. I mean, the schools built around the work yeah. week. Everything's built around the work week. And, and it's not versus not, not around the family. And I'm like, I don't even understand how that's possible. So I'm looking at my schedule going, yeah, I do base everything around the work week, but how do I do it differently? Because I've never had to think like that. Yeah. We, we've, and I think oftentimes we don't think, we don't put our, our life around the gospel it's centered around the work, and then that's and usually because from there it's healthcare, finances. That's what we grapple to. That's what we hold on to, and, and that's and what we've what been we taught to do. Really, yeah, it is. You know, um, because you think about the Great Depression and how generations like grew up after that. I mean, that's what people learned to do. Yeah. Um, so that they would never have to be in the place like that again. Yeah, it, and and I think I think you I think you see this I think somewhat spiral in some out of control in some other areas because it's. Um, and, and I could, I mean, I could go all day with this, but I think you see... Let's not do that now. I know, I know. I, I, I think you see a lot of times you see guilty parents, and I don't, I don't say that, that's not fair. You, I think you see a lot of um, extracurricular activities begin to, um, because there's maybe a lack of family time. Yeah. Um, there's a, well, let's do more, let's get you to do more stuff yeah. Yeah. out of a, out of, out of a... 
I can't be with you as much, so let's have you do this. Let's, this is fun. Yeah. And I, th- I think there's some of that. That's not always fair, but I but like what you see is a lot of um, extracurricular stuff. The these a lot of they're nice things, but they're they're luxuries that are replacing the essentials. Yeah. And and uh, and that and then you know then you have people come in the church and it's like, well, what are you going to give me? Because that that's kind of been that's been the response. You know, I'm I'm constantly receiving things. So yeah. what are you going to do for my kids? What are you going to? There's this outsourcing of discipleship because I've never had to disciple my kids because yeah. because I'm my whole life <laughs> is around work and it's around other things. We could talk for right. days about that. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it, so much stuff has been flipped upside down. Yeah. Um, and and it's and so to say like what can we do? It's just being much more aware. Yeah, that's good. Being really aware of what. Like I, I, I mean, again, I could I could sit all day and think about what I struggle to hold on to and what um, the comforts that I'm not willing to let go of for the sake of the gospel. Well, I do not plan to do that with you, Ron. Ron <laughs> It'd be Navy. a depressing time. Ron, That's like... not Ron Navy. Compromise <laughs> my whole day. Um, I hope he hears that. I hope he does. Too. I like I. I'm telling you, like we to this day, if it, we, <laughs> Will and I will look at each other and say, "What are you doing for the rest of the day?" And, and that you know, that means like I want I want to hide I want to hijack the day. No, I totally. When you said that in your sermon, I was like, Ron Navy does do that, oh, and hilarious. the only way that I know that is, um, you know, uh, River River Valley River Church. Valley, yeah. Um, they do. Um, you know, they're really good about um making sure that their members and even people in the community that need it um get furniture and things that they need, especially you know if they're just coming from a place of like rehabilitation and you know they have to have homes and stuff set up. So we had um. I had message drawn one time. I was like, hey, you know, would you want this furniture? And, so, and he's like, yeah, yeah, me and Stephen will be there and we'll come and get it. And so, like, Benjamin had a speech appointment and Ron and Stephen, like, roll in two minutes before we have to go. And I'm like, okay, guys, here, I open the garage door and they're, like, yeah. staying, staying around town. I was like, I gotta go. And Stephen's like, <laughs> like, this was probably the first time Stephen's met me. And I'm like, I've gotta go. What are you? I can't stand around talking to you idiots all day. I think I even said that to him. Um, but, you know, I was like, I ain't got time to talk to you. Where you been all day? I told you I'd be here. Um, you know, but um, now we love Ron and Steven, and yeah. I know you guys do too. But yeah, um, so last thing, and we'll wrap it up. I think we've Will's fallen asleep. He's got a mask over his face over I, there, and he's, he's on the couch. He's just not out. feeling well. Yeah, he must not be. I don't know what's going on with him. He yeah. didn't really tell us. Yeah, maybe we should. He has uh, lots we, of thoughts. I mean, Maybe we should buy him salad or something from Sheets after this. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe now you showed oh, up and you now know you what? have nothing to eat. You brought me a coffee. Is this what this is about the whole time? I guarantee you. You have no... I didn't bring you something for the you, first time? Goodness. Look, he's giving you the silent treatment. He's not uh, even I talking know. to us. I know. So, um, hey, take, take that finger somewhere else, Will. Get it out of your nose. Jeez. <laughs> That's not what we said to um, put it. <laughs> so next week, Lent starts, Ash Wednesday. Yeah. So do you do anything with your kids, Jeremy, for hmm. for Lent? Like, do so, you do any activities? We haven't in the past. Um, I, I have. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to. But we, we haven't in the past. Um, I don't know why. So I saw this God yesterday. You know, I get all these... Shh, Golly, when you buy something from some Christian place, you get 10 <laughs> oh emails gosh, wanting you to buy their stuff. Yeah. So we love the Sally Lloyd-Jones, the Jesus, oh, yeah. what is yeah. that called? Jesus Storybook. Yeah. Um, so I got an email saying, hey, would you like this free Lent God for kids? And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So I put my email address yeah. in and I was like, where's it at? Sally Lloyd-Jones, where's my email? Yeah. Still haven't gotten it. I even oh. went back and put my email address in again because, you know, sometimes I was... 
I was singing Whitney and I was, you know, we went from Whitney to Brian Adams and, you know, I was mixing it up. So, you know, sometimes I'll top in the wrong email address. I want Jason to record you as this is happening. Oh, he got so mad at me last night. (laughs) I mean, I was just belting everything out and I had those... I had those big <laughs> headphones on. What was he getting mad? Because you're really Cause loud? Because it was super annoying, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, so I'm at my desk and my chair spins, and I'm like dancing and singing. And, uh-huh. um, he got really mad. And I was like, put your headphones in, dude, if you don't want to hear this. Yeah. I ain't stopping. Like, um, and I, so I was even like writing cards out, and I was like, I'm doing the Lord's work over here. You can't stop me. Right. You will never stop me. But um, so I'm, we're, I think Benjamin and I will probably try to do that Sally Lloyd uh, Jones link god i'm not sure i'll have to look at it and see well, if you, you ever know, get so. it forward it yeah over. yeah well it. that's i was going to mention it to you because i know that you like to do stuff like that with your yeah. kids um especially since you're doing homeschool and stuff so yeah um you know if i get it by next wednesday <laughs> if not we'll skip it lent this year and try, shoot for 2022 yeah, yeah right well all right um guys thanks for listening um we will well, Sorry, go ahead. I, I know he's he's still he's just sitting there, and he. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya.